0: So welcome to the Climbing Daily Wednesday news show and it's old school partnership. Indeed. Because Terry's dying somewhere. The COVID has gone around. The COVID has gone around, yeah. yeah. We think she's okay. She'll be fine.
1: She's l- in lying in a bed somewhere mm. doing press-ups probably.
0: Probably, <laughs> just trying yeah. to get through it. Abs, it out. abs, just kicking the legs. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's me and Hugo today and we've got a bunch of news to get through, including the World Games. Now, if you don't know who won the World Games, maybe skip this section. This weekend the World Games took place in Birmingham in the USA. It is the 11th edition of the competition. The women's speed comp was won by Emma Hunt in front of her home crowd. She beat Natalia Kaluchka to the gold. Bronze was taken by Franziska Ritter. In the men's speed comp, Vedrik Leonardo won the all-Indonesian final, beating his teammate Kermel Katabin for gold. The bronze was won by Yaroslav Tach. Miho Nanaka won the women's bouldering, upgrading from the silver she won at the last World Games. Katya Debovics came second, and Nakamura Mao third. In the men's boulder comp, Yoshiyuki Ugata, the overall boulder winner for 2022, took the bronze medal. He was beaten by his teammate Kokoro Fuji, and an amazing performance by Nicolas Collin saw him take victory. Let's look at the lead. Jessica Piltz has been coming close to a podium in the World Cups, and she took the top spot at the World Games. Natsuki Tani got silver, and Lana Skusek bronze. For the men, Sasha Lehman, who was looking strong at the Chamonix comp, well, he came first. Masihiro Higuchi second, and Mejdi Shalk came third. So, the World Games... Uh, (laughs) the World games what
1: uh, what I've never understood is what is is it an an IFSC thing
0: kind of there are certain events that are sort of linked to the IFSC so they, they make sure it's all legit you know so they have they give support to it and it's an official comp but it's not like a world cup it's a bit like the FISU games, you know, the one I did in, in Innsbruck before the World Cup. It's not like the student games? Exactly, yeah. So big event yeah. with IFSC rules, but not really IFSC, if that, if that makes sense.
1: Why wasn't Matt Groom invited to come to, con- to, to on the, the World, World Games? games. Yeah. Because
0: this is a true story. This probably isn't the reason, but basically I didn't realise it was happening until far too late. And then I dropped ah. them an email and they said they, they were full. So they rejected me, <laughs> is what happened. Shut down. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. No problem. No That's problem. fine. I'm sure other people are better.
1: Where are we going to next? Uh, it's your story. And it's live fast, die young, uh, a trad route put up in the UK. UK climber Matthew Wright has made the first ascent of an e 6 c as reported by the UKC. It's a line on sandstone in the northwest highlands of Scotland. The climbing is described as French sport 7C plus with ground fall potential if you fall from the crux. The hardest moves are right at the end of the runout section, and Matt hopes the seriousness of the route doesn't put people off. He describes it as a truly fantastic route. So, Matthew Wright, not only sharing a name with a very famous British presenter, daytime TV presenter.
0: Oh, yeah, the dude, the politics dude at the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is also proving to be himself, uh, you know, one of the hot climbers at the moment. And I say that because I think he's
0: hot. Hot? or hot on the trot right yeah <laughs> i still don't know what that means no but
1: he's 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 been he's been putting up some serious roots he put up yeah. e11 yeah he didn't put up e11 but he repeated that e11 didn't he
0: Yeah, uh, he's working rhapsody i don't know if he did he do it oh god i should know that
1: no no i don't think he's done rhapsody but he did e11 he okay. did um what's the the neil oh, lexicon. gresham
0: route lexicon lexicon yep. exactly when he's in scotland because of rhapsody um, and he's kind of going back and forth. That's right. The, the reason
1: I saw this one was on uh, Robbie Phillips' um, Instagram. He kind of noticed it. Yeah. Uh,
0: and he's, I think he's been trying it, but he hasn't actually, he's going to try it, but okay. he hasn't actually tried it yet. It sounds full on, like yeah. a big old run out. Um, and it's one of those classic UK routes where it's like 70 plus to the crux and then like unprotected 6C climbing you know, to the top, just terrifying. Yeah. Very bold. Yeah. It's like, yeah, anyone can climb 6C unless there's a, Grass, yes, they're and basically free soloing it. Yes, it's yes, full on. But mm. Nice one, Matthew. Uh, I am talking mountaineering news now, and the Poo brothers. We chatted a few weeks ago about the brothers, and Eniko and Ika Poo have made a first ascent of a new line on the southwest face of Puma Hakenka, a 5,563 meter peak in Peru. They're calling their new tough line One Push, and it's got difficulties up to M7 with 85 degree ice. They climbed it in 12 and a half hours from their high camp, and it took them 26.5 hours to ascend and descend safely back to base camp. There's a great video on their YouTube channel, which you can watch their climb. Is it Poo? Poo Brothers? Pow? I should know this. I met them really recently, but I can't remember. I don't know. Ika Pow.
1: <laughs> I prefer... <laughs> I like Poo. Yes. Um, and I'm sure we'll get lambasted in the comment section, but... <laughs> I do like poo. Hugo likes poo, and therefore we'll move on. Yeah, uh, uh, but no, but I want to come back to these guys because, <laughs> like, I kind of feel like they're one of the most impressive all-round climbing duo brothers of spanish origin I would in agree. the world
0: mountaineering brothers yeah, yeah for yeah. sure for they're,
1: sure. i mean they don't have to be called the poo brothers they are the mountaineering brothers they the are it, yeah. mountaineer brothers
0: yes they have to be called poo um <laughs> they were in the news a couple of weeks ago where they climbed another line they can't remember but they seem to be in this like big old trip to peru selling yeah. hard good weather windows so i reckon there's more to come possibly. and the video looks very cool it's good isn't it like yeah. and to produce drone that footage yeah and then to edit it i presume they're not editing it while they're there they must maybe they're back
1: Maybe that is the, the future of alpinism. Maybe, yeah. Just like Ice axe editing software in one hand, Ice axe in the other. It makes sense. There's yeah. lots
0: of downtime at base camp. What did you do? Yeah. You just <laughs> exactly. drink and edit. It's done. <laughs> I've no idea. I've never been to a base camp.
1: Uh, next up, we've got news of a partially sighted climb in Patagonia. We're a bit late to the party with this, but thanks to one of our viewers, David, we've just read that back in December of 2021, Gabrielle Schurch and taylor a visually impaired climber from Austria, managed a very impressive ascent of the west face of Cerro Torre in Patagonia, South America. Accompanied by two mountain guides, Vittorio Messini and Matthias Verta, the news has recently come out as they're presented a film at the Vertical Arena at House Sexton, Northern Italy. Gabriel is not one for chasing the fame and had to be persuaded to make this trip more of a commercial route. We haven't seen the film yet, but if anyone has, please let us know in the comments. So, more impressive. Uh, he doesn't want to be called blind because he's 10% uh, visual okay. awareness yeah. in his eyes, so he's visually impaired. Mm-hmm. Um, but more impressive. That's an impressive, that's, that's serratory.
0: It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I can think of nothing scary than being in Patagonia and not being able to see the weather coming you know like everyone else is like oh look it's yeah. death on the horizon but he just but maybe like, that's eh. the good thing
1: maybe. Like, i kind of like you can't see the fall so therefore that's true yeah you know, you're
0: not really that scared. his team aren't telling him and there's just like snow and ice coming in he's like <laughs> "Is it that? okay that's yeah, fine carry yeah, it's on time. carry Sorry, on blue skies yeah all good that is amazing though what an awesome effort no good and
1: again like i said if anybody's seen that so basically it's showing in in house sexton which sounds like a very german name but it's northern italy so Mm-mm. anything goes up there um does it yeah, yeah I think so like but well, there's a whole like that whole this this fascinates me I don't know why but like the whole of like the sections of northern Germany where they just no northern Italy where they all speak German okay which yeah. that always fascinates me when you
0: like speak another language yeah, in another yeah, yeah. country and that's and anything you can just turn up and it doesn't matter just you can speak whatever language you want in and yeah, exactly. right <laughs> and you I'm can gonna watch. take a small holiday <laughs> you
1: can watch this film anyway no the, the, if anybody's seen the film uh, which
0: is has been shown at that little kind of mini festival let's not uh, Will Bosey stuff now because he's had a heck of a summer and he's done more. Will Bosi has reported on his Instagram that he has climbed Beautiful Mind, an 8C boulder on limestone in the Peak District. It links two established lines together, and this is his 10th and possibly hardest 8C of the year so far. So we get regular updates from Will Bosey's manager, mm-hmm. the Band of Birds guys, who just kind of like regularly roll stuff out. He, he's active, at the
1: moment. He's active, yeah, very much so. He was on um Adam
0: andre's channel with the 9A thing. Mm. Yeah, I saw that it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was it, it was good. It was good and but what's interesting with Will is I talked to him and I was like, "Why why do you cuz you know the whole Brexit thing really messes people up, especially if you're a pro climber living in the UK because you can't go to Spain for months on end and you no. have to like it, it's a and especially if you're a comp climber. Sure. Because that's like your comp is your 90 days. Yeah. So it's a real problem. But I asked Will if it was a problem, he was like, "No, I like the UK." So there you go. It's <laughs> fair enough. He's going to stay there. Yeah, and crush everything.
1: I'm sure there's like lots of parts of the UK that we haven't discovered yet, yeah. like the very northern edges of Scotland. We've never filmed there, have we? We've never filmed there, and you know, there's not many people living up there, so yeah, it's probably quite nice weather right now.
0: What happened to our sky? I remember during Corona, we talked about doing the Sky the coolant Traverse. No, it didn't happen. Did it never that? happened. Maybe
1: it? we just need another bout of Corona to start talking about it again. Right. Like like now. Now, yes, this we're is, all dying. We're all croned up. Yep. By the way, we're on the recovery. I got positive last week. You mm. got negative.
0: Yeah, I got negative. But got you, sick as hell, but I am okay.
1: You got a mysterious yeah. virus which we don't know what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's just the, the evolution of,
0: yes. of COVID. It's like it's like getting COVID but you don't have the, the flashy thing to, to get sympathy. Yeah. That's what it feels you like. You got zero th- sympathy, didn't exactly. you? Exactly. None no sympathy Terry. Like she's not even here. But she me. got lots of sympathy. Unbelievable. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Uh, it's nine A roundup and it's a biggie. Anakvihoven has been back at it again and has climbed Inferno, a 9A slash plus, which is a link-up of Jungfrau Marathon, a 9A, and Gimmel Express, an 8C. All the rest of these stories were seen on 8A.nu. Christiane Mersenne has sent Manphibian, a 9A in Mount Charleston. It took him 13 days of hard effort. 15-year-old Matteo Sol has climbed Sonnewulf, 9A, at 13, he did his first 8C 9A, and his first true 9A was this spring.
1: Alfun Naya has climbed a 9A+, that was originally graded 8C+. It's called Key, and is in Austria. Adam Ondra made the first repeat and suggested 9A+, and the grade has stuck since then. Seboin, star of last week's show, has sent Thor's Hammer 2, a 9A+, in the Flatanger cave in Norway. He thinks there is a possibility of a 50 meter extension, but bolting new routes is currently not allowed at the crag. And finally, as reported by the Lander Journal, BJ Tilden has made the first ascent of the most difficult sport climbing route in Wyoming. The climb is called Hard Twisted and Tilden thinks it's a 515A or 9A+. Plus. The route has a long endurance section down low before a powerful boulder problem at the top wow wee
0: Big one, eh? That is, uh, that's some serious 9A-ish. <laughs> it is, and I, I I, thought with this European heat wave we're having, we'd see less 9As. Yeah. But apparently not. Do you think they're just finding a bit of shade? I think so, Nine yeah. Nine roots in the shade. Yes. There must be some out there. Um, Anak Verhoeven, particularly impressive. And I forgot her, and we'll talk about this on the 9B counter, but that's another tick on the women's 9A counter for her after last week. I think we might... Something around that might be... Oh yeah? oh yeah you got, yeah. got a guy I I, out there
1: I might have had a filmer in there
0: okay alright that sounds good I'm cool. not
1: very good at keeping track tax in my filmer but I'm pretty sure one of them was, was <laughs> he's filming at some point in the, at the wild of Austria yeah
0: no Switzerland yeah, Grimwald
1: oh, okay fine yeah
0: yeah. Um, I want to talk about Seb 1 because uh, Thor's Hammer is a bit of a weird well, this is Thor's Hammer 2 mm-hmm. because you have to jug up past the first pitch right and then once you're at a bolt you then continue to the second pitch or if you did it from the bottom it's like 9b I think Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, it's, it's So just you reckon a different he's kind of working route. his way up to do that, the big one? He's there, isn't he? He did that knee pad thing that we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, then this. But, yeah, I, I found it interesting about the extensions because it, it is. I always thought it was weird that no one's climbed to the top of the cave. But what, I guess, climbed out the top? Yeah, but I guess you can't because you can't bolt it.
1: I guess so, yeah. Yeah. You could just, like, freeze all of it Could you, the top.
0: Imagine that you calculate the whipper. Who that,
1: was that guy a while, while ago who, like, forgot to clip in and fell off?
0: God, I don't Do you remember that? No, I don't. We well, fell from the chains?
1: No, it was the big, like, really, st- like, muscly British climber who kind of came out of nowhere. God. I don't Do you not remember, remember that? that? And he, like, basically, he was working route and he forgot to clip it. Okay. And he climbed, like, did oh, the crux. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. It, you mean on the. Yes, you're right. And he, and he climbed the crux,
0: but then he tried to downclimb it and he ben, fell. Off. Yeah, we did a series with him, a training series a long yes, time ago. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He, I think it might be been the same route. So, yeah, he, Ben jugged up. Yeah. And yeah, didn't clip the anchors. Un- unclipped from... What, unclipped like, from the Jumar, but yeah. didn't clip the anchors, yeah. And then carried on climbing and, and fell. Then realized, and then realised, yeah. and then tried to down climb. No, no, he didn't He realised... No, he tried to keep going. Exactly. He was like, I can't down climb. Oh! Broke his pelvis. Yeah, when oh, I think about was that, it. Sorry. Shouldn't have brought it up. No. Um, we've got some kind of sad news, but with a hint of sort of like remembering an amazing guy. Uh, check it out. We've reported before about Swiss climber Marcel Remy. At 94, he climbed the enormous de Argine, and he was working hard routes well into his 90s. He has died age 99, but will always inspire climbers and we remember his legacy with a smile. So, like, it's kind of sad, but, like, you know, what a dude, you yeah. know? Like, it's hard to to, to feel that much sad. Obviously, sad that he's gone, sure. but what a life. Like, as I was saying, cricket is good innings. <laughs> yeah, exactly so uh, Remy you will be remembered big time Uh, we now need to look at the 9B counter because I messed it up last week what's been messed up I I forgot Anak Verhoeven because I I came on I was like there's no 9B's and that's it I did one of those like funny anti-climax things Ah. but there was a climax
1: (laughs) (laughs) right okay um, what was the route she did uh, oh because she got 9A f- plus
0: yeah it was Jungfrau Zhong, something and then yeah this week she's got it again so she's on it again um, again there's no 9A but Terry has Corona and so we can blame her so she forgot it it's her fault
1: what about uh, what about Steve or, or Dave who's the guy that manages it Dave
0: Oh Dave We don't know about Dave is He was so keen He's gone AWOL He's gone AWOL Yeah So have we
1: got a 9B No anymore? and
0: what's worse is That we haven't even been Taking note of the 9Bs Throughout the year Yeah So we have nothing And it's Somebody a, out there will You say that know. They do kind of But like what we need to do Is do the ones we found on the show So we need to look back At all the new shows From this year mm. Yeah Does anyone want to do that for us? Terry said she would Oh cool Yeah Nice Hasn't though <laughs>
1: Okay, next up, Shop Stuff. I don't want to sound like I'm ringing the bell here, but the sale is still on. Yeah. The summer sale is still on. uh, And we picked out a couple of beauties.
0: Absolute bangers. For
1: you this week. Do you want to go first or should I go first?
0: Yeah, I I can go first. There's something like 934 items on the sale. Sure. So it's a big sale. So I picked something a bit odd. Uh, Metolius Ultralight Curved Nuts. Mm. If you know, you know. If you Mm. know, you know. Uh, And it is down. Curved for your pleasure. (laughs) Exactly. Wow. Um, Yes, indeed. Uh, And you can get really big sizes too. You can buy them individually, 1780. It's not a huge discount, it's down from something like 20. But it just highlights that sometimes. Like especially with curved nuts, they fit into certain situations. You might need them, but you're like, I need them, but I don't want to pay full price. Sure. This is a good opportunity just to grab it because it's not full price and you might need it. Hang them up in your gear room mm. and then just
1: wait for that very <laughs> that one, one occasion that you might need them.
0: Are you reading the guy, but curved nuts? Like,
1: yes. yes. <laughs> curved nuts. So yes. That's, that's my choice because it's, it's a bit different. Okay. My choice is uh it's a bit bit different as well it's the turret <laughs> nomad zoom bumper it's a 26 liter cooler bag able to carry 30 cans plus eight ice packs for 16 hours at a temperature below 15 degrees so basically if you want to have a, a little bit of a party at the yeah the bottom of the crag that's brilliant you just take 30 cans with you and keep them cool 30 cans. how big is this thing like is it well, I, don't I mean know, it's so. it's fairly hefty yeah you know so because I've, um, al- I've always done the bumming around
0: liter. camp thing where you fill a dry bag with water and then put the beers into the dry bag and seal it to keep them cold which is brilliant all oh, right but that would be so much better i mean it's proper
1: we should do some kind of challenge where we try to uh fill it with with actual um uh, climbing stuff okay and a few beers all right yeah no i mean i think that it's primary target primary use is to to, to take beers up to the
0: craig okay but on a hot day like today you could cool your quick drawers and therefore mm. when you pick them up off your harness they won't like make you sweaty because they'd be cool
1: absolutely yeah. yes no i agree that but as long as it's dry dry cool Yes. not wet cool yes
0: well yeah we yeah you'd have to monitor the moisture situation. also you could
1: just drink the beers and make you feel amazing during your climb. It does, yeah. Have you f- I quite enjoyed drinking well, Yes, I mean we've never done this. Yes, Respons- we're, Obviously, we're we've never do done a it, but
0: Apparently, there's like an optimal level where you have some and you feel great. Yeah. And then a little bit over. Sure. Doesn't happen. No, I, I, I would, I can see that. It's mm, a bit like I, pool, you know. There's an <laughs> optimal amount of beers that you can have. Obviously, yeah. never drink and climb. It's a terrible idea. I mean, like we're saying,
1: I, I, we got you do it responsibly
0: Yeah. Basically. I feel this is a lawsuit developing here. <laughs> Um, so we'll just say that neither of us have ever done it and don't do it. It's stupid. <laughs> stupid idea. I don't know stupid. why I
1: picked
0: this uh, product. I'm sorry. Don't buy, don't buy it. No. Don't buy it. But we should
1: buy it for a show. <laughs> yeah, we should get it. be <laughs>
0: Right. What's uh, next? Well, it's content. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. we haven't... We haven't I, Climbing, okay, look. I just want to explain that Climbing Daily is in, in a strange place at the moment. Because we have some really exciting shows coming. Yes. They're really cool. We've got the whole Arcteric series sure uh, which is, have we teased that yet we, we haven't teased even teased we could we could tease Let's it tease that
1: should, so should a little t- teaser tease so that's coming next week yes but we, we i wanted, to, we wanted to put them all together right yeah it's so a like, trip it's a trilogy yeah. a
0: triple triple whammy yeah uh
1: so that's coming out next week
0: it should do yes hopefully <laughs> if we, if we can crack through it but there's an amazing the last the last episode is the one i was involved in and we mm. were on this you and me were on this incredible ridge in mm. switzerland it was amazing the drone shots you got uh, Magnifique They're very good Magnifique Yeah they're very very good
1: well, It does help to be In the beautiful Swiss mountains Yeah uh, With you know, Two beautiful people Right Which you can tell <laughs> Pete and distance. yourself Yeah, yeah. And then, then The I drawing it's was... Really show off your BT you, <laughs> Top your head It's my best angle yeah.
0: <laughs> um, So that is coming soon But yeah apologies About the slight Like up and down Of climbing daily especially um, Sure we've got, we've got videos There's lots of shorts And interesting things But we're just having to yeah and Resource me and balance. terry on a shoot with
1: camp last week how was that was it good uh it was very good it's like the most amazing place it's in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. like you drive you go to milan and then you drive about you got to and then you go to um leco yeah which is an amazing place kind of like arco but without the tourism okay and a bit of a bigger city nice it's on lake como it's pretty incredible yeah. beautiful weather They're, you literally go to this place leco and it's literally just rocks everywhere and apparently they're all like developed into crags, big mountain crags, single pitch crags. Yeah. If you find Arco too busy, go to Lecco. Because I
0: haven't heard. I mean, I've been to Lecca, but I haven't heard much. Oh man! It's a bit apparently, like,
1: like, I have. We didn't get a chance to go climbing because we were filming. But apparently, the climbing. Marco from camp, the, the sales manager, was taking us around and was saying that the climbing around there is just insane. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and Those videos like what?
0: Factory tours and factory gear tour, stuff? Like
1: one like kind of like documentary factory tour about camp and, and like how they all do it. But basically it's like this, you basically come over the, the hill and then it's just like this little, it's just about a town. It's pretty much a village and that's where they produce most of the stuff from camp. Okay, okay. It's amazing. Cool. It's really, really cool. Looking forward to um, that, will be gear shows at some point. Yeah, that will come out in the next kind of month or so. It's okay. gonna, it's quite a big video, so it's going to take a while to put it together. But cool. I, I'm excited awesome. to put it together, and we got some shiny kit as well out of it. Oh, we got some shiny kit. All it's right. over there. Go and get it. Come on, show. I get it, I get it. Maybe this is supposed to be a secret reveal, but who cares?
0: Uh, so this is what a beautiful lightweight walking axe. Yes. Quite techy. Yes. And looks got epic. You can't see it, but it's got epic TV. Yes. Should we shoot a cutaway? I'll get a cutaway there. All then. right. It looks very nice. Um, yeah, so that's coming soon to yes. Climbing Daily. Uh, discussion points, right? Ooh, let's discuss. Because I wanted to talk mainly about Miho Nanaka, but oh, this is almost like a loose climbing thing, because okay, so Miho Nanaka won the World Games. Mm-hmm. Now, there were some athletes missing in there, and she's competed the whole year for the IFSC, hasn't yeah. won gold, but she won at the World Games. A few big names thinking Yanya was missing, Natalia wasn't there. So what it got me thinking about is... The frustration that it must be living in an era yeah. when you get players who are so dominant. So yeah. think tennis, you know, Novak, Federer and all that. And then, I mean, you follow cricket and rugby and football and stuff. It's similar in other sports, right?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I, I've often thought this as well, but then I've, I've often thought like... Um, it, like So for example, in tennis, if Roger, N- Rafa and N- Novak didn't exist, would that mean that like there would be like another dominant... Another like, yeah. Would Andy Murray, for example, have been the more, the more dominant? Would he have been dominant for like a decade or whatever? Yeah. But I also think at the same time, if you're gonna win, you're gonna win. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you're gonna find it somewhere in you to kind of win. Like definitely. So somebody, for example, like Novak Djokovic didn't develop till later on, right? I know we're going into a bit of tennis here, but this kind of yeah. works with climbing as well. I'll, I'll get to it. But basically, like he had to work really, really hard, and he had, and then he came in and Rafa and, Na- uh, and Nadal were already there. And he was like, all right, I'm here. I need to be up here. And he managed to get his game up there okay. because he realized that he had to be so much higher. If Rafa and...
0: Oh, no, not Rafa, Rafa now, Federer.
1: Rafa, Rafa and Federer hadn't been there, he maybe could have, he would have might maybe stayed there and then maybe somebody else would have gone, right, I need to be even better than them and, oh, okay. and dominate. So
0: you think someone always rises up to I fill that I always think space. that somebody is
1: rises up, like, and it's not necessarily who you think, it, it's not necessarily the next in line. That's my opinion. Yeah. So for example, like the fact that um, uh, we're seeing all these people that like, when like Gianna and all that lot aren't competing, come in and take it now. I don't think that necessarily means that if they didn't exist, they would be the dominant force. Mm-hmm. I reckon the dominant force is going to be the dominant force. It's somebody that is there going, "I'm ready to take it to the next level." Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's kind of my feeling. Like, I. I mean, I someone also...
0: will always win, won't they? If well, exactly, missing. exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. You know, that's what's the beauty. But sport. do you think
0: it's like? Because this is something I talked about with a few of the women. It was just like, look, how do you keep motivated training? If you're like, if you're looking at someone like Yanya, who's been pretty dominant, how do you go? Well, I'm up against possibly the greatest comp climber well she is we've ever seen she's in my era <laughs> yeah how do i like why bother you know and obviously there are athletes they want to get better they believe they can but it's got to be frustrating
1: totally but, no, but that kind of comes back to what i was thinking is that like there's some athletes that will see Yanya as like the greatest uh like at climber of all time uh you know what's the point kind of thing and there are some that will be like but that's who i've got to be better than that mm-hmm. that kind of thing and i feel like it's those type of people that will Kind of eventually take over Yanya. because there will yeah. be a point where she gets taken over, right? Yeah. Or somebody kind of catches up There'll be up someone with coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't, who who that's going to be, I'm not sure. Yeah. But like, I kind of feel like that it, every sport needs like a like a Rafa, yeah. a Federer, a Djokovic, the no, best no, like, of the best, like, the, of like the, the, the two at the top kind of thing. And this, you see that all over the place. Yeah. Um. And that's when like Jessica Pilts came out, and we were like, every thought like in the lead that she was going to be. Yeah, she, she won as well. Yeah. Didn't quite manage to like keep it up, but. Mm. But yeah, I guess I don't know. Like I guess like by her winning in World Games, that kind of shows that she is, she's there and thereabouts. She just doesn't quite. Because like it's not as if like Yanya's been competing at every single event, no. and you think that every event that she's not competing at, Jessica would win if Jessica was that kind of next person. But yeah. That's not necessarily the case, I'd say. No, I think you're Do right. You know what I mean? And
0: there's a lot of other people like vying for that position as well. And yeah. it's also like not, it's not like Yanya's unbeatable. It's just she is currently unbeatable. Yeah.
1: But I think a lot of that is mental, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I think she like dominates mentally as well as physically. Exactly.
0: So. How many of, let's say you removed, right? So yeah. let's say you were like, well, if you got a year of Yanya and Natalia, when would you win a World Cup? How many athletes would have to not exist for I, Hugo Pilcher to go? Yeah, for Hugo Pilcher, we took out. Like, if you were like, oh, it's a shame that. Bobs in my ear. I'm gonna remove Bob, so I have a chance. If you take with them all, how many do you have to go to? I reckon thousands for me. I mean,
1: I reckon hundreds of thousands for me. You reckon hundreds yeah, of yeah, thousands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I reckon. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's your world I'm not reckon. even that competitive.
1: Like, you'd have to be. You have to take out all the competitive climbers in the world. Yeah. And then maybe you know, all the people over like eight years old. Yes, true. Maybe six actually.
0: You'd have to have an age limit at those days. Yeah, be yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then, and then maybe. Yeah. But, I, d- I, d- I don't yeah. How about
0: yeah. you? I d- I reckon hundreds of thousands down. Maybe comment below and give us your perceived world ranking. Uh, that's a good point. Let us know. I think I'm one hundred thousand. Yes. Yeah. One hundred thousand and six thousand. <laughs> How do you say that? That's pretty good. One hundred. That's gonna be the top
1: like five percent, Matt. Top ten percent. Maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration
0: because there's forty two million climbers out there. I think I'm the top ninety percent. I reckon you do yourself down. I've seen you climb 9B. 85%. No. <laughs> okay, 85%. Let us know down below. Uh, that's it for our talking point. Uh, but we do need to talk about uh, comment of the week. A comment of the week. And we haven't got a song. We get to sing. It's been a long time. That's true. Yeah. You I'm ready? A bit croaky, but I'll try. Comment, comment of, of the week. Nice. As usual. It was, it was harmonized. That was lovely. That was gorgeous. Mm-hmm, yeah, very I like nice. That. I like that. Uh, what's, your, what's your comment of the week? Uh, mine is from Zachary Lashstober, and we were talking about dual text holds. So how you, know, you get a, a, some holds that have friction and then mm-hmm. no friction sections. So you don't want to stand on the no friction, but sometimes you have to because Rootset is a mean. Um, and I was saying how I didn't know what to call it because you can't say he stood on the dual text hold, right? Yeah. Because he's not, he's standing on the slippery bit. Yeah. Not the friction bit. So I didn't, there isn't a word for it. So I kind of came up with no text. So he's so on the no text a, this section. Is a slippy, this is a
1: slippy bit. Yeah, so if you get a
0: hold it's and you're kind like, of like
1: that Stefano would go and just like stick exactly, to Exactly,
0: but I couldn't say he's standing on the, the dual text bit of it because it's the not The dual text is the grippy bit. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Or it's the whole thing. So, so you obviously Smooth call, text. Well, this is it, what do you call? So I suggested no text, but someone's saying untext. Untext. Which I don't hate. I quite like untext. I I don't hate it, yeah. yeah. Untext or no text. Uh, or just text? But that would imply friction. Because text texture, yeah.
1: he's t- he's on the slippy. I mean, sl- the slippy bit of the dual text is you, a bit too clumsy. Exactly, right? it's a bit much, right? Yeah,
0: but yeah, because this all started because someone complained t- to me, and then I didn't know the answer, so I was like, I don't know. Oh man, we should come up with something and then painted it. Yes, <laughs> I'm up for that. Text, text, pecs. Yes. Uh, anyway, continue. Let us know what you think it should be called. Slipperoo. Someone suggested to Ooh, me. Slipperoo's nice. It's all right, isn't it? it doesn't really work in the plural it doesn't really work in a sentence though he's standing on a slipperoo kind uh, pretty know, it nice okay. that rolls off the tongue quite nice it's, it is nice yeah uh, and I think if you don't explain it it's important you just Slipper slip of trouble slip of trouble, like slip that. Of trouble. <laughs> Stands on the slip that trouble that sounds like he can't get his slippers on though <laughs> you know it's a cold night and he's got cold feet but he can't get him on loose tech I think that implies some kind of rockfall situation that's not what we want um I'm trying to think of other words for, for slippy un
1: um, uh smooth greasy <laughs> um. anyway uh, let us know down below what, what's your comment uh, mine's from Runderscorel, Uh who leaves quite a long one I'm not going to go with the whole thing I'm just going to go for the first part of it and he says I'm sure there are plenty of awful aggressive comments directed at the route setters and that is definitely not okay there's no reason why we can't be civil in our criticism he goes, then goes on to talk about a whole bunch of stuff which is all very relevant but I'm going to just pick up on this bit because when I first read Yanya's thing mm. I was like, yeah, fair enough. Okay, that's an opinion. But at the same time, like, I what I didn't get, was it was it like a consistent thing or was it just like after that one thing? Because it felt like she hasn't climbed that much this season, so it kind of felt like it should only just be from that one route. Yeah,
0: I mean, she's a bit of an outlier because she finds everything easy. So, like, the Innsbruck comp, everyone fell at, like, I mean, Jessie fell at eight. Yeah. She got miles on yeah. so she she's a bit tricky because she finds every women's route too easy and she wants it way harder yeah the problem was is that the women's route generally was too easy and there were, the routes were a bit easy throughout the Chamonix comp yeah and I agree with that my point was just like people are super horrible online sometimes and I think they just forget how difficult it is to set Stuff I know. Like how, and especially with Yanya, how do you set a finals route that you know Yanya's going to cruise but everyone else might struggle on? What do you do? Do you make it like Innsbruck? Everyone complained about people falling off too early.
1: Yeah. I mean, like she's totally entitled to her opinion and that's totally fair enough. Yeah. And I think it's great that she is saying stuff like that because it's like, it would be stupid if she didn't. But I do think, I kind of feel sorry for the researchers at the same right. time who like are not stupid. Like yeah. they like have done this stuff before and yet they kind of got something wrong and therefore... I just think like there were a, whole, a lot, whole bunch of people coming out in support of like Yanya. And I was like, but why? I don't understand why you're like suddenly becoming like, oh, yeah, well said, Yanya. Brilliant, brilliant. And I'm not saying that she she shouldn't say it. Like she definitely say it. But like all these people going, yeah, yeah, great, Yanya, you go. Mm. And it's just felt like a bit like harsh on the recess.
0: Yeah. And this is the thing. And I mean, she's been quite honest about saying how that it's not easy, it's too hard too easy for her but then if we flip it to the it's men's it's hard being good yeah it's hard being good flip it to the men's right Adam Ondra turned up he hasn't climbed all year yeah no one knows what his form is in yeah how, as a route setter you they genuinely think about individuals in it because they know who's going to get through mm. ish mm. unless there's a how do you set for an athlete who is arguably the world's best who hasn't climbed all year like what form is he in you know it's really difficult yeah and that was got, my point Is it's just like it's hard it's got to be a bit yeah it's a bit of a lottery I suppose mm. they got it wrong but it's still hard <laughs> But then not everybody climbed it, right? Did everybody climb it? Uh, the men's route too. The men's route wasn't as much criticism. It's mainly the women's that's coming into some stick. Um, Has everybody climbed it? Yeah, there were four out of eight in the final topped it, which is quite a lot, because then it starts to go back to count back. And the problem is, is a lot of them topped it in semis and in quali. So you start to get time coming in a lot. Okay. So it was, the like criticism we said, like we, was fair. I don't know, I think me and Tracy said it, that is the future of uh of like just
1: rock climbing time just time yeah, like having speed climbing at the at the crack yeah yeah
0: I'll, i mean i'm down yeah i like i like a bit like of, speed. of a beep it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> i can get sorted for that uh that's it isn't it i We're think done. so cool well uh hopefully we'll be fixed by next week uh, and we'll be back to your screens in some kind of configuration but without these cool sexy voices it sounds good doesn't i, I quite mm. like
1: it mm. shout out to phoebe buffet yes <laughs> smelly cats <laughs> see you later